On this episode, smiley face, smiley face, wink, wink, we try out the best emojis you can use as a man. We like our rest. People love to sleep, but where are your three favorite spots to sleep when you don't sleep in your own bed? And we're going to make some people mad with this one. We got the most overrated TV shows of all time. Oh, no, we didn't. (laughs) Welcome to the Dad's Rank Things podcast, a definitive ranking of the most indefinite things. From the commonsensical to the outright outrageous. Just two dads speaking their minds or what's left of them. Welcome to the third episode of Dad's Rank Things. I'm Jones. I'm Tyler. And today we got quite a few things to get to, including emojis. So emojis is the new way that uh, millennials communicate. They no longer type out words, but they rather use symbols. So we figured out we'd say the top three emojis you can and should be using as a man. So these are man approved. Uh, my number three is the mind blown. Because pro tip, you can use this as a quick response when you don't exactly know how to respond to something. So you get a weird cryptic text, mind blown. You get an angry mean text, mind blown. You get a flirty text, mind blown. Basically, it's the ultimate ash cover response. I think it's an underrated one too. You know, it, it's not often used. Right. It's it it fits. It's versatile. Fits a lot of different situations, so I, I like that one. I number three for me, I go the money bags. You know, you got to use the money bags. It's all about the Benjamins, and and for for a dad, that's how you want to live your life, right? Like Floyd Mayweather, and uh, you know, I think a new saying is "get them bags." So I'm just trying to keep you guys hip. That's true. I've never heard of that before, but you're around college students a lot more, so you <laughs> yeah, probably I, understand. I, I've actually had someone, uh, a college kid, text that to me. So you got to get them bags. And what was your response? Is that from the emoji was my response, question mark. And they're like, uh, yes. And they just put the emoji. So maybe their response in that certain situation could have been thumbs up, which is my number two. So it's quick, it's simple, conveys the message effectively, just like emojis are supposed to work. Like you're not supposed to fill it with anything. It's just Mm. quick and to the point. Mm. There is no confusion with a thumbs up. Yeah. So here, I think you went from underrated to overrated. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying ones that you can use effectively. Emojis that are man-approved. There's nothing emasculating about using a thumbs up. Well, this this may be your number one, but the number two emoji I have that's man-approved is the beer mug. Single or beer mugs cheersing each other. Because you know what? Real men drink beer. And real men use the beer emoji. It's what you should do and what you have to do. You just throw out the beer emoji every once in a while. Even if it's not in context, people will be like, oh, I understand. Have you ever used the fruity drink emoji? I will not. <laughs> I, the umbrella? I, may, I maybe have like on my way to Mexico or something. Gotcha. <laughs> I like the beer one. I didn't, I not, I've never used that one, but I probably should. Uh, my number one is the poop emoji. Oh. Are you really a man if you haven't textually defecated on somebody? <laughs> It can be used in multiple (laughs) situations, family, friends, and yes, even kids. It's one of those very versatile emojis that you can't get in trouble whenever you use a poop emoji. That what happened to that? I feel like that one isn't uh, as valued as it used to be. The old poop emoji. It needs to make a comeback. Good for you. I'm gonna go the opposite way. I'm gonna stomp on your number two by say by saying the hang ten hand emoji. So it's got the pinky and the thumb. Mm -hmm. That one's got to be the new thumbs up. I feel okay. like it should take over because pe- people, you just got to get on board with me here. All right. It means you're cool with what the other person is saying, but it also means that you yourself are just cool in general. 
I like that one because I've I've found myself using the words bra a lot. <laughs> so like hang tin bra. You can be like thanks bra and then just give the hang tin yeah. emoji. And I think we're in a good spot. And then slowly but surely it starts to trump the thumbs up emoji and we go into a whole new level of bras and hang tens and dudes. I like that. We're evolving with we, our emojis. Kind of. If there's one thing that dads do really well, it's sleep. And we're really good at it. So we want to discuss what happens when you're not in your bed. Where are the three best places dads just fall asleep, or anyone for that matter, can just snooze? Let's start with number three. This one, I'm going to throw it back for all you kitties out there. My number three is in class. That's right. <laughs> as long as you aren't ridiculed or you, you don't have an eraser or a, a dry erase marker thrown at your face, sleeping in class is key. You get the attendance points. Let's not forget that. Class goes by way faster when you're sleeping. More time for partying at the frats. And you can get notes from somebody else. Number three has got to be class. This one shocks me because the listeners may not know your profession <laughs> is what? I, I teach half the time when I'm at my, my college. So whenever you, ki- whenever you catch a student sleeping, what happens? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm what I would call a loud stroller. So I will stroll to their area of rest, which would be their head on their table, and then I just bring up the volume to another level. So that's pretty much all I do. Okay, so you don't mind it? Not really, I don't care. Okay. Uh, My number three is on a plane. I say that because it's one of the best feeling sleeps, because you're tired on a plane, of course, plus everybody else is doing it, so it's like a mile-high bonding experience for you and the other passengers. Uh, And plus, what are you going to do, talk to everybody else on a plane? There's really not much else to do. Lack of oxygen. Yeah, that's why everyone's tired. It said it should make you more sleepy, so it's yeah. just like an easy one. I'll I'll take that and rhyme with it, and I'll go on a train. There you go. Right, big window to lean against makes the trip go a lot faster. Uh, a little bit more space than you have in your average plane. So if you're if I'm measuring like um, volume of of space, so I can get the the maximum amount of relaxation. I would lean a little bit more towards the train. I do like the high pressure of the of the plane, though. I see your point there. I like the trains too because it's the sound, the the dun, the yeah. dun, the repetition. Yeah, yeah that's I good. Like that. People like that. Uh, my number two is a sleeping bag inside a tent. There's something about being wrapped up like a burrito that kind of puts me at ease. Uh, and plus, as you're camping, most of the time you're going to bed late anyways, or you've been waking up early to go outside camping. Also, it is what we talked about on a previous episode. Sometimes we like to feel cold, make ourselves warm, and then we sleep better. Right. Camping kind of throws that out there for you naturally. Uh, All right. So for me, I really don't have any explanation other than number one is the recliner. Dead on. That's my number one. (laughs) You kick it back. You watch a show. Boom, you're out. It's easy. Number one, all, all, all guys. I mean, it's number one. Yeah, you get to watch TV, sleep, watch TV, sleep. Spill popcorn on your chest. It doesn't go anywhere. So when you wake up, I'm still there to eat. It's like a time machine in your living room. That's right. You can not... escape reality. That's right. Plus, most of the time you get like beer and snacks only a few feet away. Right. So it, it helps. Everything is there. so convenient. Yep, you can't beat the convenience of a recliner. Is that our first number one that was the same? That's true. Do-do-do. The recliner it is. <laughs> Thank you.
All right, it's something that we spend one-eighth of our lives doing. That's watching TV. Or way more if you're me. And a lot of us are watching the wrong TV programs. So we decided to do a list, the top three most overrated TV shows of all time. Now, we are limiting this to stuff that we've seen more than three episodes for. So we can't just go in blindly and rank a show as overrated if we haven't seen it. Yeah, like, I'm sure MASH was on a lot when I was a kid, but I didn't pay attention nor did I have any inclination of what was really going on, so. That's true. And I can't say Game of Thrones because I've never seen it, but that's what everybody talks about. I got a feeling it's overrated, but I'd never see it, so I, I can't say that. <laughs> so my number three is going to start off with kind of an older show, though. I go Frasier. Hmm. It was 11 seasons. That kind of surprises me, and it was the driest, whitest, blandest comedies still to have like a cult-like beloved following. It really shocks me because the best character was a dog. Yeah, Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, it did. It did. Eleven years. Eleven. Eleven seasons of, as a spinoff show. That's yeah, what's crazy. That's impressive for the longevity of that. It, it, I'm going to be completely honest. It crossed my mind. Yeah. It crossed my mind uh, as, as one of the top three. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and start pissing people off right out <laughs> of the gate. Uh, I so I, I did a lot of research. I looked at like a Billboard Top 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number three show best of all time, according to Billboard, uh, is the show Breaking Bad. And I have it as number three. Here's the catch. I like the show. I think really? it's Yeah, I think it's a good show. I do not, in any sense, think that it is the third best television <laughs> program ever made. That's true. There are several, several episodes of just uh, boringness. It's just dull. And I'm glad the twists and good things happen. It's a great plot. I love the uniqueness of it. But to have it like ranked as the top three TV shows of all time, you're get out of here. Not a chance. So it's just not deserving of no. the honor that it has. It is a good show. But you know what? There's a million good shows. And right. to me, that's just another good show. Okay. Uh, my number two is along the same lines, where it was really, really beloved in the very beginning, American Idol. So basically oh, it took over yes. America, the mix of like, insanity, a lovable bully, and just enough hope that you'd hear somebody who wasn't tone deaf. Um, but I'm sorry, if your name isn't Kelly or Carrie, you're dead to us. We don't remember the winners. Yeah. No. Why did everybody tune in every single week to see the same stuff over and over and over again? I, it's addicting. It really is. And you know what? It's The addiction has continued over uh, with The Voice. Right. But people, let's be honest, people aren't watching The Voice for the singing. They want to hear Blake Sheldon and Adam talk it out. You know, that's right. that's where the entertainment is. And so I'm starting to understand that part of it. I, I like music and singing, so I, I'm a victim to watching those shows as well. Uh, for me, number two, and I'm going to I'm going to take a different route here. I'm going to go by like ratings. OK. OK. To me, number two is CSI Miami. <laughs> OK, because, you know, you've all watched it and you, you can say like our rule is you have to watch three episodes. Everyone's right. seen three episodes. The problem is that 20 gazillion people watch it like every night, like get a life like <laughs> it's overrated. The show's not good. Right. So just get on with it. There's no depth to it. And, and it's overrated. I mean, to have that many people watch a program is ridiculous to me. I'm going to say another thing that's probably going to piss a lot of people off. Every CSI show is overrated, <laughs> regardless of what location, what city it's in. If you go by the ratings, you, you, you have to shake your head. And my number one just recently came out in the news because Netflix paid $100 million to keep this in syndication. It's Friends. I'm sorry. I have a hard time with any show that's filmed in front of a live studio audience, but this one is 
there's overacting, it's unfunny jokes, it rarely stretched into new territory. Somehow it's viewed as one of the best comedies ever. I just don't get it. Is it because, uh, man, that's a, that's a big one there, Jones. You're going to make a lot of people angry with that one. Not that I won't with mine, but it, they had maybe more of an influence on culture and how people said things and what they said, things like that. Yeah, but now looking back on it, why do we still continue to watch that show? Yeah, it was relevant in the 90s, but it's not like MASH is relevant now. Like college students love it. I don't they love Friends. They watch it. I don't know why. Overrated. Overrated. All right. So for me, uh, the most uh, overrated TV show of all time, number one for me, is The Office. What? Yep. First of all. No. First of all, <laughs> The Office itself, and I, and I do have The Office USA. Okay. Okay. The Office USA isn't even an original idea. Okay. True. The other programs that we at least listed are their own ideas. They actually came up with them. They copied another program and just brought it into the United States and gave a United States plot. You know, outside of that, look, the the character development takes many seasons. So I understand that you really. So when someone says, "Oh, you, you got to watch like at least two seasons, man," like why? Why do I have to watch two seasons of a show to really start to appreciate the jokes? Like, just have a little bit more depth and and build up for characters quicker. All right, there is ways to do it without getting uh, you know overdone where you just typecast everybody certain ways. But yeah, to me, it, it's uh, there's there's still episodes uh, of The Office where I would probably laugh once. In 30 minutes. I would appreciate some things, but actually laugh once. I, I want more enjoyment out of a program. Okay. I agree with you that it takes time to character develop to understand the jokes and feel, I guess, the empathy towards the storylines. But if you were invested from day one, mm -hmm. I'm going to take major offense to that because mm -hmm. Office is one of my favorite comedies of all time. Just because I, Good. Again, it, it started from day one. So if you have to catch up, yeah, I kind of understand it. But I watch it from day one. I'm here to I'm here to piss people off today. <laughs> then that's that's my number one. Agree or disagree? Let us know what you think on Facebook at Dad's Rank Things, and tell us what you want us to discuss next.